Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, this is Emma Whitfield, Senior Account Manager at the Webby Awards. We're getting ready to honor the 2019 winners at the 23rd Annual Webby Awards on May 13th. And trust me, you don't want to miss out. For just one night, this year's top digital creators are gathering to celebrate the best of the internet. It's going to be star-studded with winners in attendance like Issa Rae, Emily Weiss, Hassan Minaj, Tiara Wack, and more. Follow Webby's, that's hashtag W-E-B-B-Y-S, to watch all the best moments from the show, hosted by Jenny Slate, as they happen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It all goes down Monday, May 13th at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. All right, let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the Webby Podcast. Today is by far my favorite day of the year. The 23rd annual Webby Award winners have been announced. If you've been paying attention to the news a lot, you might be hard-pressed to remember that the internet does, in fact, do a lot of amazing things. But we here at the Webbies haven't forgotten, and we're focused on honoring the best of the internet, the internet we want. So this episode is dedicated to celebrating all that and discussing some of this year's truly standout work. As usual, I'm joined again by our resident experts on all things internet, Webby Executive Director Claire Graves and Webby Executive Producer Steve Marchese. From heartfelt Instagram accounts to colorful games to brilliant podcasts and much more, these Webby winning projects are using the internet in amazing and inspiring ways, and we are so excited to get to honor them in this, our 23rd year. With that, let's dive in to this year's Best of the Internet. The winners are announced. We are here to talk about them and talk about some of the ones that, I mean, we like all of the winners. Let's be clear. And if we're not going to, if we don't talk about your winning thing, we really do like it, but we can only talk about a few things here. So we pulled a few things. We try and talk about something from each of the different media types, some podcasts, something from social websites, videos, voice, maybe might get in here, games, um, advertising. Claire, you want to start us off? Sure. I can tell you about one of my favorite podcasts that won. So you guys know that I did a history degree? Mm-hmm. I do know. At the, at the University of Edinburgh. University of Edinburgh in Scotland. It took me five years to realize that I was saying Edinburgh incorrectly. It's Edinburgh, everybody. Wonderful city. Beautiful city. Such a beautiful city. Um, so my favorite podcast, one of my favorite podcasts that won is a history podcast. Uh, it's actually the trifecta of things that I love. It's history, politics, podcasts. Slow Burn Season 2, what a podcast. Season 2? Season 2. I mean, I liked Season 1. Season 1 was great. That was focused on Watergate. But Season 2 is on Bill Clinton's impeachment, and it's fascinating. Very timely, I would say. Very timely. And the thing that's so interesting about it is, well, okay, I think if you guys, you guys should listen to it, I recommend it, but it might be different for you because... You were in America when all of this stuff went down. I was in Australia. So it's really kind of learning from afar. 
But looking back on what happened is one of the most fascinating things, particularly in the Me Too era. Oh, and also given a few investigations that are going on right now in the United States. Are there parallels? There are parallels. There was, I think, more parallels with the Watergate saga. Um, But I think one of the most interesting parts of this podcast is you know, obviously the treatment of Monica Lewinsky. Do they talk about that a lot? A lot. It's basically about the, the oh. treatment of Monica Lewinsky. And that what they do is they kind of focus on the subplots of big historical moments and the people involved as well. I think I can, if I can remember it correctly, you hear from her um, and you hear from a lot of the people that were around her advising her because you have to remember that she was so young at the time as well. Um, I guess we could also say, since it is the winner's day, we know that a big anti-bullying campaign that Monica Lewinsky has championed is also a Webby winner this year. It's a winner. Defy the name. And uh, from what I hear, Mrs. Lewinsky, I'm not actually sure whether it's Mr. or Mrs. I believe it's Mrs. Mrs. Lewinsky is going to be coming to the Webby Awards. She's coming. We're very excited. Pretty exciting. That's exciting. You know, that was the first vote I ever cast in a presidential election. It was for Bill Clinton. Came of age during an interesting time. For, the, for his second election. Yeah. Uh, I guess so, right? Well, let's say been. I was 18 and... You probably cast in 96, I, I, think, I guess. I think that was the first yeah. time, yeah. I, I remember I was... I'm just slightly older than you. I was 1992 was my first vote. I was just 18. I only remember yep. because I'm embarrassed to admit that there was some serious consideration of Ross Perot at the time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't actually vote for him, which I'm very happy about, but, uh, but right. yeah, so I remember that. It would have been November of 92? Probably for you, 96, I think. Yeah, I would have been 17. 17. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. People should check that out. Uh, What categories did it win in? It was in Best Series, right? Best Series, yeah. That's a great great power category right there. And uh, done by Slate Magazine. Slate Magazine. Awesome. Steve, what what did you feel like bringing to the fore for our discussion today? You know, it's interesting. I I ended up with three very fun things. But I'll start with the game stuff because I always like to start with the game stuff. And I was actually playing this game on the way here. to the office this morning, and it's a winner in the puzzle category, which we all know I like a nice little puzzle game, and it's for the iPhone. It's iOS and Android, and it's called I Love Hugh, which is uh, applicable as well because Jeff, our colleague's daughter, is named Hugh, so that's 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 nice too. But this is one of those like color matching games that if you aren't into design or work with design here or there, it might get very, very challenging and frustrating for you where you have to just sort of like solve the puzzle by moving colors in like uh, various patterns that they sort of put out. So it's like very sort of meditative. The music's really beautiful. The game's really sort of like beautifully designed and you can kind of get into it What's a little the, bit. And you know? I feel like I've seen people play this on the subway, right? Yeah. Essentially you're trying to like move the colors so that they're, they're, each one is slightly less of a hue than the one that's right next to. So it's like in an order. Yeah, there's an order that they establish at the beginning and then they kind of mix them up. So it's like... If you have, it's, and it's sort of like, you know, I'm like level 13. You can brag, it's okay. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> Christian is our, our designer Christian is very, very good at this. It is, uh, it's like almost like a rainbow pattern. You know, you're going from like dark blue to light blue and you have to kind of fill in like the steps to get from one color. Right. But then it, as it gets more, more, more difficult, you're going from like yellow to red and you have to fill those things. Right. You know, so it just gets like. Really, really. So the challenge is essentially yeah. to be able to like see the sequence of a change in color, right? Is essentially the that's it, right? Yeah. And then recognize the pattern. I guess that you're going. You for. know, when I use my reading glasses, um, I'm really, really good at this. Yeah, interesting. Know? Really? Do they make it better? Are they? They do. Yeah. I mean, I I probably would have been really good at this game at 39, but once I hit 40, uh, 
And now at 44, it sounds it's very meditative. I wonder it what those. It's, it's beautiful. The music is really nice. Like it's you know it's like a, it's it's one of those games where like they I think the music is almost as important as like the gameplay because yeah. the gameplay is pretty, you know, repetitive as you go from board to board. But it's one of those things you can kind of get into and just like before you know it, you've been playing for like a half hour. I wonder if those people. I don't know if you've heard of those people that have like an extra cone in their eye, and they can oh, actually yeah, yeah. They like can, they yeah. butterflies. Isn't they 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 can see way more colors than everybody else. Is yeah, and then anything supposedly else. there's some people who also have the extra cone, and so they can see like I think instead of sixty four, I think it's they can see like anyway. I'm gonna get it wrong, but they can see one exponent more color than uh, normal people. Ooh, I want to be one of those people. Yeah, there's a, there's a great Radiolab episode on that. I think it's actually one of the first Radiolab episodes ever if people are interested yeah. in color. It's, I definitely recommend it. Playing I, this game has definitely confirmed the fact that I don't have You don't have the color. <laughs> no, I would like not. to see a competition between you and Christian, though, to see who's the fastest at it, who's he, the best at he's it. He's really good at he's games really like that. He plays a lot of games like this. Like he, When we did our office, White Elephant, he's the one that took home that, like, uh-huh. it's like a thousand-piece puzzle that's just a gradient. The one I brought back from <laughs> Miami. Like, my wife. It's beautiful. My wife has like, solved that puzzle. Oh, the puzzle looks crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's mine. This is called Real Good for iOS. And this is one of those apps I actually had not really, I didn't really know that much about until it got entered. And then um, I remember when it got entered, I checked it out and started using it. I have it here on my phone. Essentially what it is, is it it sort of like pulls together all the different streaming services. Um, and so, and it gives you like, it does a lot of things, but essentially you can like put in your Netflix subscription and your Prime subscription and all your different streaming service subscriptions that you may have, or even if you don't have them. Um, and then you can see and search for all the shows. So I don't know about you guys, but this is, I find this very helpful because often I'm interested in some show, but I don't really understand which one of these things it's on. Um, and so I can go in here and I can actually find it. It also does a whole thing around like telling you which shows are coming out and which ones are leaving. And you can, you can start like favoriting shows and it'll keep track of them. So, but just like a, it's a really nice way of keeping track of, of your shows and which ones are coming and not doing it in like seven different places with like six different favorite lists. That sounds amazing. I need to start using that today. I think smart TVs have that built into it, but like when I'm looking for stuff like on my phone, I haven't seen any solution for that. So like. I'm going to download this. That sounds perfect for yeah. those conversations that you have out in the office of like, oh, are you watching this show? Right. And you're like, it? oh, I'm not sure if it's on Hulu or yeah. Amazon. With what's his name? Who is in yeah. that show? With what's her name? Yeah. it's That's why I like it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, Claire, what do you got? All right. My second one is a little bit fun as well and a little bit useful too. It is a project that was done by the advertising agency Mother New York for the New York Public Libraries and it is called... New York Public Library, Instagram novels. Oh, I love that. I remember that when that came out. It's one of the best. So I think in our last episode together, we talked about Instagram stories or stories being best use of stories being a new category for the Webby Awards. This is the Webby winner in best use of stories. And what they did is they've just really creatively used the stories feature within Instagram to upload novels so that you can read the novels on your phone through Instagram stories. So it's like the whole novel, right? It's the whole novel. There's Alice in Wonderland, The Metamorphosis, The Yellow Wallpaper, and the art direction is really beautiful. Yeah, be- it's so nice, so the art direction. Oh, I love it. How many like snap, it's not even a snap, right? But how many stories in the, what is that called? The, Ooh, I might have to get back the, to you on that one. How many, they, I think it, they're, what, what are they called? Thing? They're called. Oh, the pieces inside. You guys know? I think it's just called story. No? Mm, I, I think it's just a story. story. What, what, the whole thing and the little thing can't both be the same thing, right? I think it might be. 
Well, Jason, many, we could talk to Jason about it. Our social media. How many? Guy. How many do you? How many is there? Like thousands? It's like thousands to read a book. It's there's a there's a lot. There's huh. a lot of those slides. I don't know how many exactly there is, but it's a lot. I remember when that came out. It was kind of an interesting discussion. There was a lot of people who. I mean, it's super innovative, and so there's a lot of excitement around it. There's a lot of people who were really annoyed about the concept that, like, the way to get people to read Alice in Wonderland was, like, you had to put it on Instagram, and they thought it was, like, messed up that, you know, that that... There was a big discussion about this, I remember. You guys people enjoy that? being annoyed, I think. That's true. But one of the reasons that I think it's really great is because it's a totally different use of Instagram stories compared to everything else that is out there. So I like it because it's new and it's innovative in a way and it shows that you can think outside of the box yeah. when you are using Instagram stories. I mean, we, li we live in the age of like instant hot takes. If you're the person that's like, I hate the way that they're getting classics to people. <laughs> like, like more people are reading seminal text. Like it's a good thing generally. Yeah. Right. So. No, yeah. I, I, I don't have any problem with it. I just thought it was, it was interesting. <laughs> you know, it was a whole discussion around like platforms and why can't it be on yeah. websites and all that stuff, which is, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Great promotion for New York Public Library. I think oh, they yeah. got a lot of like yeah. people sort of really paying attention to them again because of that. Yeah, they got a lot of press. Yeah, good for them. We, our library system is amazing, by the way. It is. Have you been to the library recently? It's a wonderful place. And you can borrow the books digitally as well, can't you? So that's See, even that, better. That's the, I think that's really great, but that's the part that's really weird. <laughs> it's weird that you like get yeah. this file on your computer and that like while you have the file, which basically means that you've like copied it to your hard drive, Someone else can't have the file. I love it. I love that you have to wait for the book, like waiting for the book to come back to the library. It's like, it doesn't file. make any sense. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I get it. Because they, otherwise they could have millions of library books for one book or whatever. But strange. All right, Steve, what do you got? I'd like to do a nice transition. So we talked a little bit about an agency that did work on behalf of a public institution in the social category. So I'll just talk about an agency uh, doing work for a brand, which... Uh, I love, I love advertising. I really do. I tried to deny it for a long time, but I really do. And I love particularly the work that Wyden is doing for KFC. Um, we've talked a lot, of it, a lot about it here in the office, but they won in the uh, really, really sexy branded content food and beverage category. It's a good category. It's it a is. Tough category. It's, it's tough. People, people would say, oh, that's a branded content category. Everything in that category was good. I would say the nominees are all well-deserved and, and, and the winners. And they actually swept both the PV and the, the Webby um, for this. And it's the return of Colonel Sanders is like the umbrella of everything. So it's all the stuff that they've done over the last year for Colonel Sanders on social and, and, and in advertising all around the 30 second spots, longer content. They did this thing where they built um, a cat climber, like in the shape of Colonel Sanders. So, you know, like cat climbers, like it's like furry structures that cats oh, yeah. can so of they course. built one in the shape of and then they live streamed it and like seven hundred thousand people that. watched it <laughs> they had obviously you guys all know like the the rotating cast of colonels so yeah then, i think that's a great yeah. idea I love oh, that totally. they, did that. they did the first you know they had the first female colonel reba mcintyre and then they they had the colonel show up at, at like i don't think it was wrestlemania but like as rick flair was the colonel and he wrestled as oh, the colonel wow. i miss that they had the colonel show up to do like a a graduation speech at a university, <laughs> all these things that they've been doing. Which He's are, a virtual colonel now, isn't he? That's the, the virtual colonel now, yeah. And which the, was, and the sure colonel we'll that DJ'd? They have the colonel that DJ'd at the Ultra Music Festival. I mean, right. they're just figuring out really creative ways. Uh, there's a lot of noise online, you know, and then you can be really interesting and creative with the web in terms of social and all these things to sort of get the colonel out there in the world in a way that I think pokes fun at like branded content in general. 
you know, just really witty, interesting, funny stuff. So yeah, that that was my my pick in the advertising realm. I just love that stuff that they do. It's a good pick, and uh, they they've done a lot of really great stuff. And I think I think your point is exactly right that like there's especially with food, there's so much food oh, so content much out content. there. Um, and people do it well. You know, you have like Dunkin' Donuts doing amazing social and all this stuff. You have to really sort of be at the top of your game to sort of be heard. Colonel is in the news. Thanks to White and Kennedy. Nice job. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, I guess I'm next. Um, a perennial favorite. This is probably not something that people are going to be unaware of, but it's definitely worth watching if you didn't watch it or even watching it again, because it's so funny and it happened. I sort of chose it also. It's one of my favorites and it tends to happen on our street where <laughs> we work here in New York city. Uh, Billy on the street with Emma stone was the people's voice winner in long form comedy for the two people in the world. who do not know what Billy on the street is. It's a gentleman named Billy Eichner who run literally runs around on the street, interviewing people at breakneck speed with like breakneck pace I, I would think it would be hard to find anyone else who can speak faster, run faster, and interview faster than Billy Eichner. Uh, and he typically often does so right down here on 21st Street and 5th Avenue. Um, not uncommon for people at the office to be texting that they saw Billy and half the people are like running away because they don't want to get interviewed and half the people run down because mm -hmm. they want to see Billy Eichner. This uh, is a great episode with Emma Stone. Emma Stone, I guess, was not on Instagram. And he goes around, runs around with Emma Stone, interviewing random people on the street. And the best part is that people, A, you get to see people's reaction to like meeting Emma Stone in person randomly, um, which varies all over the map. And then, then he starts asking, of course, his random Billy Eichner questions. And is she on Instagram? And should she be on Instagram? And she doesn't talk that much. Like her presence is like the thing that, that makes the joke. And anyway... It's a great it's a great episode of Billy on the Street and I'm happy it's a winner this year. He's hilarious. Billy Billy's really good in that. Emma Stone's really good in it. I just want to shout out Billy's crew because if you've ever seen them, they're oh like running chasing chasing after him. You know, it's like so I don't think they get they don't get a shout out that often. So shout out to It's Billy surprising on the that none crew. of us have actually been in Billy on the Street mm. yet. We should try and do that. Uh, we've definitely run away from it before. Run away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does he still give people a dollar? Remember he used to give people like a dollar? Oh, yeah. He did give people a dollar, that, didn't he? Did he Maybe he has to pay people. I don't no, know. I, don't, I don't think so. so. No, I don't think so. It. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's he does. It's so funny. 
I think he just likes the concept of like, here's a dollar. <laughs> I just, when people don't, he goes with really famous people. He like does, Emma, Stone, yeah. Emma Stone's arguably oh, he's done one everyone, of the most famous actresses in the world. And when people don't know who the people are, that's, yeah, that's, that's what my, I like that's as my well. Favorite part, it's, it's, you know? it, it's a great episode. So if you, if you haven't watched it yet, you know, surf on over, as we used to say, to webbywords.com, long form comedy uh, winner. You can click on it. I'm sure you could also just Google it. But of course, you'd want to see who the nominees are, and that's the category. So, Claire. You're my, up. My final one is an Instagram account. It's called See Like Mena. It's actually an advertising campaign that was uh, done by Saatchi and Saatchi and for Toyo- Toyota. Um, and it is the winner in best cause-related advertising. And I I just really love it. Oh, it also won in native advertising. Um, and I, I love it because I think it's really smart. You know, we have that our overarching theme for this year's Webby Awards is Internet We Want, which is really around the idea that the people that are winning Webby Awards are creating projects that are drawing awareness, bringing attention to using the internet in really interesting, positive ways. Uh, And I think that this campaign really does that. Uh, it is. It was for the Paralympics and you go to the Instagram account and you can see like... Uh, one of the uh, alpine skiers who um, is visually impaired, she has 3% eyesight. So you can go to the Instagram account and um, see like her as she's skiing down the hills. And you guys know, you guys both ski. It's actually quite difficult sometimes to see when you're up in the mountains as well. But she can ski up to 100 kilometres an hour and follows a guide down the hill and she goes so fast and it's unbelievable to think that she can actually do that with only 3% eyesight. Yeah, it's, a, it's, I mean, just that one skiing video on its own is, is really incredible. Amazing. And even thinking about getting ready, doing up the zippers, which oh, is yeah. really hard, all of that stuff and not really being able to see is incredible. One of the things I really like that we're seeing in a lot of the technology out there today, some of it web-based, some of it not, some of it virtual and AR is just this overall concept of how do we help people relate and empathize and understand what other people's like human experiences are. And sometimes it's around these issues, helping you understand what it's like to not be able to see or hear. Sometimes it's also about like, what is it like to be in a certain place um, Clouds Over Sidra was like a Webby winner a few years ago, which was about a young girl who was in Syria, and you could sort of like see the persp- see like life from her perspective. Um, there's also been some really great campaigns just about like what is it like to be you know s- someone else who you know a different have a different background or live in a different place, it's sort of like that. So I think this is a really great area. I think we're going to see a lot more stuff like this. Oh yeah, totally. And the, one of the other things that I like about it is that it's on Instagram, so everybody mm. can see it. It's not like you know, Clouds Over Sidra was so great, but it was in virtual reality, so it was a little hard for everybody to be able to see it. But anybody can see what it's like to see with three percent eyesight. Yeah, you only need two dimensions. Like when you look at that Instagram account, it's there's this sort of like sublime element to it that where you, if you didn't know what it was, you're like, oh, these, 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 this is beautiful. And then when you sort of read a little bit deeper into the story, and you're like, like it's just like a story of overcoming incredible odds. You know, like she's just to be able to ski at that level, Crazy. which is like incredible. And and some of the you look at some of the images that they have, like some of them are like almost like white out, like you, you know, like she, there's no guide, there's no color, there's nothing. And just to have the confidence to do that is inspiring. Amazing. I think Steve, uh, next up, you're going to talk about one of my favorite categories. You sort of beat me to the punch on this one. 
Uh, did I, I, did like, I steal? Did I steal? No, I wouldn't thought steal. Anybody could. Yeah. You could. You can talk about it. But I, I, I just want to before you even talk about it, say that yes, I agree. Yeah. Well, I, I figure that you'd chime in with the being the having the the seniority here and having been part of the Webbies for as long as anybody here. You know, you know how long we've been honoring the weird category, especially in websites. We started with websites in 96. Uh, weird is like a category that we call kind of a legacy category because it's the thing that makes sort of the web still vibrant and interesting and, and weird. Um, we get incredible weird entries every year. Um, what I picked uh, this year was, was something uh, that I just have a lot of fun with. It's simply called Cat Bounce. It's a website that you go to where cats bounce. Uh, you can use your mouse and your pointer to kind of it sort of a little bit of an experiment in physics and you move the cat and the faster you move your mouse, the, the sort of, you know, more violently the cat bounces up and down on the screen. Um, you know, it's net art and it's weird and it's fun. It sort of captures this like, we again, to come back to like in this idea of internet we want, it's sort of, you know, this really fun, playful way of using digital interactive technology just to have fun. Um, it is... That's the cap. There's a, there's a, there's a new <laughs> make it. There's a new make it rain button, which I don't remember from the first. Oh yeah, you can originally. you can make it rain cats. It gets pretty. You're not going to be able to keep them all going. It's, it's really beautiful when you see something uh, online that you play with that you love, and we reach out to plenty of people who make content for the internet to send their stuff in and enter the Webby Awards, and and this wins, you know. And like I love when that happens. It happens every year, but especially when it's something like this that sort of captures like the old spirit of the internet in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, and it's it's uh, it was just made by a digital artist who's in LA. Her name's Tara Sin. She does a lot of really interesting work, online and offline. And this was just something that she built. Um, you know, it's uh, it's something that I love to play with. It's, it's such an amazing feeling when you reach out to somebody and they enter and win, isn't it? When they take uh, the stage uh, and you hear their five word speech, you're like, yeah. yes, this is so awesome. I mean, it's it, that that is that is kind of why we do this in a lot of ways. I love it. Yeah, it's a great great piece of weird. <laughs> it's just so strange. The make it rain thing is just like the little extra weird on top of the weird too. I love it. It's great. Um, all right. I think this is the last one. I saved the best for last. We'll see. Winner. Social athletes and sports teams. <laughs> Defying, really, I think, pushing the definition a little bit of what an athlete or a sports team might be. Um, internet sensation, gritty. Very, very excited about this. Uh, I think the whole world is excited about Gritty. If you haven't turned on to Gritty yet, I don't know what part of Twitter you've been spending your time on, but it's not the right part. Uh, Gritty is the new mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. Really good backstory. Lots of internet editorial about Gritty, if you haven't followed that. There's a great Reply All podcast. It's all about, it's really about Gritty. Well, I guess we should say a little bit about why is it gritty? People who aren't that familiar with Philadelphia might not know that. I mean, I guess the best way to say it, Philadelphia is like, and especially Philadelphia sports fans are known to be like, what do you, would you say? A little difficult, grit, a little gritty, a little oh, tough, a little there, not there's, necessarily there's, there's the most expectation. pleasant. Yeah, there's high expectations. For sure. No offense. I mean, there's literally in the a conference. prison inside of the Eagles stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can go to jail in there. Like there's like a holding cell for like, you know, unruly fans. And before all the Philly fans get mad at us, we had a lot of love for Philly here. Some of us went to college in Philly. Um, some of our old partners are from Philly. So this is this is all meant with love and respect for Philly. We love Philly. But uh, so Gritty, though, is sort of like a mascot who, like, is, 
identifies that or is emblematic of that. He's like tough and does bad things. Uh, one, and this is for a social account. One of my favorite things in a social account was uh, during the NCAA tournament and everybody's like posting about like how their bracket got busted because Gonzaga lost or last year because Virginia lost. And Gritty's tweet was like bracket busted. And it's like two people at the Flyers game holding like a paper bracket. And he just comes up and like wails on it with his like hockey stick. Oh, he puts like the announcers like in headlocks all the time. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the funny thing is like, it's really difficult to ice skate. I mean, not for somebody who grew up ice skating, I guess, but like to do that in costume and ice skate and, and just do all the things that he does. Like it's a, oh, yeah. you said before, like whether you're unsure or, you know, sort of pulling the definition of what an athlete is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like he's it's one of the athletic. He's, yeah. He's sure. one of the more athletic, uh, you know, he's not quite the, the Minnesota Timberwolf who's like doing like spin dunks, but right, right, right. he's pretty, he's pretty awesome. If people haven't seen Gritty as well, I think maybe we need to explain what he looks like. He's <laughs> orange. He's orange. Yeah. Um, he's got sort of like, bobbly eyes. He's like Henson-esque in some ways. Yeah. You know, it's like a little Muppety. It's a big costume. It's a big costume. So he can only, he can also like, it's, it's not only that it's hard to ice skate wearing that costume, but he can only keep his head on for 10 minutes at a time as well. It's got to be hard. It's hard. It's got to be hot in there. You know, what's really interesting. Like they're, they're so good at social media, like the gritty, the the people behind it are just, they're, they're, they're so good at it. Like I remember, you mean you don't think it's gritty typing all these things? I think I mean I just look. I have I have thick fingers, but gritty hands are. <laughs> the the uh, the the very first like gritty appearance, he like spilled on the ice like, and I and now knowing how good they've been about all of this, it had to be planned. Right, like it became oh, this, sure. like it was a viral moment like out of the gate. You know, like they're they're just so good with it. Well, here's like one. So the Flyers unfortunately didn't didn't make the playoffs, or they're out of the playoffs. And so he had like sort of a farewell tweet because obviously he's not going to be tweeting as much. He's not at games. Uh, I have learned a lot. Here's Gritty speaking. I've learned a lot, (laughs) and know there's always room for improvement. I'm really sorry about breaking the penalty pox that one time. Sort of. I might try a bit of a slim uh, summer slim down. Maybe Atkins. Maybe Keto. Definitely bar and a heavy dose of Clang and Chain. Right. So yes, Gritty is Gritty is amazing. Gritty was actually created by the guy who was the Philadelphia fanatic. And after no longer being the fanatic, he started like a mascot company where he invents mascots and he invented Gritty. Oh, I would genius. I would, Philly Fanatic definitely first ballot. First ballot uh, Hall first of Famer. First ballot mascot Hall of Famer. Absolutely no That's a good list, by it. the way. That's a good idea. Oh yeah. San Diego Chicken. <laughs> Get some good ones. Um finally we'll wrap up on Gritty just to say there is a rumor. Gritty might be at the Webby Awards this year. That's what I've heard. Have you heard that? Gritty's going to be at the Webby Awards. Well, let's let's knock on wood. You never know what can happen, but I can't wait. Hopefully, he will be there, and we will see him on that red carpet. Hopefully, we won't be overrun yeah. by Philadelphia Flyer fans. We're we're, we're sure that, that Cipriani's ready for this. You know, we it's about fifty glasses on every table in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you both for joining me, uh, joining us here on the podcast. Claire Graves, our executive director. Thank you. Thanks for having me, David Michelle. Thank you. Steve Marchese, our executive producer. Always a pleasure. Uh, for those of you who are out there, thank you so much for listening. Go check out all these winners. They're all at webbyawards.com. Um, so much great work that is there. Really encourage you to do that. And then of course, we're going to be recognizing and honoring these live in New York city on May 13th. If you're not coming to the show, you can follow Webby's hashtag W E B B Y S on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can see all the live, all the moments from the perspective of the people who are there. Everybody who's there is going to be sharing their video, their experience, their photos, everything that they're doing 
on that hashtag. And so you'll be able to like really sort of get your Webby fill on, but like sort of by following all these different people, which should be fun. Uh, hashtag is Webby's. Thank you all for joining us and we'll be back next week. Please visit the show notes to find out more about the winners mentioned in this episode. And don't forget to follow hashtag Webby's. That's hashtag W-E-B-B-Y-S on May 13th to catch all of the action during the 23rd annual Webby Awards. As always, you can reach me on social at DMD Likes. Our producer is Terrence Brosnan. Our writer is Jordana Jarrett. Our editorial director is Nicole Ferraro. Music is Poddington Bear. Claire Graves is one of those awesome little bells they have on hotel front desks. I'm your host, David Michelle Davies, and this is the Webby Podcast. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.